Hey, are you or someone you care about considering, dealing with, or being through a divorce or separation? Well, you're in the right place. You don't have to do this alone. There are people who care and want to help. Hi, I'm Dina Court, an author, blogger, publisher, and empowerment coach. Thanks for joining me on the Divorce Magazine Canada podcast. You are going to hear from our team of experts and professionals how to navigate this difficult transition in your life easier, more efficiently, and with better outcomes. Did you know we host online divorce resource groups that are free to attend and everyone is welcome? Check out the links in our show notes and be sure and join us. We love bringing experts to you. Please refer to our terms of service available on our website, divorcemagazinecanada.com and stay tuned at the end for the legal language. Ready? Here we go. My guest today is joining us all the way from the state of New York. I was privileged to be on her podcast in December. Let's Break the Silence with Angeline is a movement that she has started as a triumphant survivor of domestic abuse and helping to support women and support others in knowing that they aren't alone. Now, if you're interested to hear more about my own personal story, the link is in the show notes for that interview. Now let's meet Angeline and see what she has to tell us about her experiences and where she's headed. I am absolutely thrilled to have Angeline on my show today. Angeline Mitchell is someone who very generously invited me to join her on her podcast and speak about our experiences with domestic abuse, domestic violence, and where we are today compared to where we have been in the past. Angeline, I am just so excited to have you on my show now so that the people in my audience can meet you. I have just become so inspired by you and what you have done and where you have come from and what you are doing to help other people. Please tell us more about yourself and what your why is. And, and, and what it what has happened because of your why. Exactly. Okay, so thank you so much, Dina, for having me as a guest on your show. And I'm very, very happy, feel very happy and blessed. So my name is Angeline Constantino. I'm very happy and blessed to be here. So I am an empowerment coach, life coach and podcaster of Let's Break the Silence with Angeline. So My podcast started during the time right before COVID. So let me share you a little, let me share a little bit of a backstory. So about 15 years ago, I was in a very dark place. I found myself in a very dark place. I had lost um, my corporate job at that time. Um, I had lost my sense of self-worth, my bank account. Uh, My ex drained my bank account to almost nothing. Um, I had to open up another bank account um, so I could provide for myself because we had, I had worked with him in his business, which was advertising and sales in New York city. So there was financial abuse. There was verbal abuse. There was physical abuse. 
And I just woke up one morning and then this was 15 years ago. I think it was around this time in May. I just woke up one morning and I said, I am no longer going to be the victim. I am not going to be playing the victim anymore because about 10 years prior, um, an unfortunate event happened in December of 1999. So I was literally, I mean, I was literally like lying in bed and he was screaming at me. He was doing all, he was saying all kinds of bad things about me and really heaping verbal, verbal abuse. And I didn't want to listen to it anymore. I was, you know, feeling really stressed and overwhelmed and just crying my eyes out. So I said, you know what, let me just go into the other room. We had a two bed, we had a four bedroom cape um, in Rhinebeck, New York. So I didn't make it into the guest room. When I got up, I heard footsteps and he grabbed me behind from the, he grabbed me by the neck, like right here. And he threw me against the wall right next to the bathroom and I fell backwards and I had a broken nose. I was all bruised up and I was lying. I remember lying there and I was like, am I going to live tonight or am I going to die? And I thought that literally I was going to die that night, but the good Lord, I just, you know, looked, looked up in the skies and looked up at the ceiling, looked to God. And I said, I don't want to die. I don't deserve this. So I, it, it was worse. So, um, he took me to the emergency room, which is not unusual in that situation. So he took me to the emergency room. I was on IV all night up until about five o'clock in the morning. And the surgeon came out and said that I needed reconstructive nose surgery. Wow. And that was, I felt like I reached the bottom of the pit, but I didn't have the courage to tell the police at that time. I didn't have the courage because I just felt, I felt, you know, it's, I felt ashamed and I understand, you know, what victims go through. I totally understand what victims go through They're They, they don't know what to do. And there's not a day that goes by that I read something on Facebook in a private group where some, some girl heard she got hurt and um, she just doesn't know what to do. She wants to break the silence, but she's afraid. It's because of fear. It's because they feel that the, that the police will side with the abuser and actually not um, believe the victim. And I've heard, you know, a lot of stories. So make a long story short. So eight years later, um, you know, like I, I had the surgery two days later um, and I had to stay overnight uh, because they gave me an overdose of Demerol. Um, so I went home the next day and I was covered up in a bandage for about a week and it took me about a month to heal. So I was healing. And then what I decided to do was I decided not to work with him anymore and go out in corporate America to <clears throat> make a name for myself. I didn't know anything about the online space at that time. So I just went out to work in corporate America so I could make a name for myself and have other friends. And he resented that. Like it was, there was a lot of resentment and anger that was built up even more. 
So I remember the first time I called the police, um, it wasn't very pretty. And the police actually helped me put the suitcase in the car so I could go to a motel and get some pee, you know, get some sleep so I could, you know, get some rest. But I was the one who had to leave. So, you know, because it was just ugly. And I, and I remember what had happened before, you know, like in right. 99. So I was like, I don't want to get hit again. And he didn't hit me actually. He was actually yelling and screaming. And, um, you know, he slandered me. He wrote letters to the New York State Police and basically vilifying me. So finally, the police came to my defense. I had filed a protective order against him, and it was a limited protective order. I was actually looking for a safe place to stay, but so I stayed at my um, uncle's house for a couple of weeks um, so I could decompress and then make a plan. So I made a plan that I was going to file for divorce and the police, the, the sheriff's office and the New York state police knew exactly where I was because I told them where I was going. But when I came back, they told the protective order was served. But I remember when I got a call from the sheriff's office, they said, before you go home, we want to talk to you. I said, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, all right, here goes. So they made it a point to say not to rescind the protective order because if like, okay, for me, I did not, and I didn't rescind the protective order because they warned me that he was, that they were, he was going to try to play up to me and say, I'm sorry and apologize and all this stuff. Right. Um, and so I said, okay. And I wised up. So they just prepped me. So I'm glad that they prepped me because when I went home, he was apologizing and, oh, no, you know, we'll work things out. But no, that didn't happen. So I went for it and I paid my attorney a retainer fee out of my own bank account um, to start the divorce proceedings. And fortunately, we did not have children. So during that time, I start, you know, like, uh, what I would do is like during that time, I, I was on a path of rediscovery. And the minute that I took ownership and said that, you know, I, I'm filing for divorce because I know that I can, you know, I can live on my own. I, I had that, um, that, you know, that mindset that I could live on my own. Yeah. Maybe start my own business or maybe just go work for someone else. And, you know, work a part-time job or something. But that's when I started to explore the online space. And I got involved in network marketing at the time um, with a health and wellness company that I was very super passionate about. And I worked behind the scenes. There was no thought of starting a podcast. I just wanted to, you know, so I, to get myself on that growth, on that personal growth of rediscovery. So I invested in myself and personal development. Um, I was on team calls and I was working my business behind the scenes, either at the public library or, you know, in someone's house, because I was basically living like a gypsy for one year. So oh I was staying goodness. in people's homes. I was staying in motel rooms. I mean, it was just like, this was my life for one year. Like I hardly was ever home because limited, I moved all my stuff upstairs 
and um, I felt uncomfortable staying there half the time. So one of my friends actually paid, you know, to for me to stay in a, you know, safe place in a motel room. And at that time, I had an advocate, a domestic violence. I had a caseworker on, you know, working on my case. So I was very grateful for that. Um, I didn't seek shelter. I tried to, but I just, there, there was no, nothing available. So I said, I'm just going to stay on this path and just, um, so God, you know, God helped me through that huge storm because we had to go to court several times. It was very, very frustrating because I felt we were going nowhere and I was paying, you know, my, I had to borrow money from my parents for some of the legal fees because they were, you know, supporting uh, me to be free. But then a year later, it was actually around this time on May 11th, I drove down to Poughkeepsie, New York. I had moved to Saratoga Springs. So I made a one-year plan, executed that plan. And then I moved, not in this apartment, but on the other side of, of town, I moved to Saratoga Springs and I um, got a small one-bedroom apartment that was very safe and comfortable for me. So, <laughs> and then I, two weeks later, I drove down to Poughkeepsie, New York and signed the divorce papers. We settled finally, thank goodness. And, um, and then the same day that I signed my divorce papers was the same day that they have rank advancements in companies. So I rank advanced that same day. And that was like a huge turning point in my life, a breakthrough. And, um, you know, I was really, I was starting to travel again, go because I was traveling in sales in the past. So I was starting to travel again, meeting new people, making new connections and making new friends because I'm not afraid to, you know, put myself out there. So that's the essence of my story. So fast forward to, okay, it was too, I, I was still afraid to share my story though. I didn't share my entire story with the world. So I hired a mentor and I invested some money, some of my own money into this, uh, to my mentor. And I still, you know, I talk to him, I keep in touch with him. So he, I, th there were some limiting beliefs that I had to, you know, he, he helped me peel off the layers. Okay. Peel off the layers. And he said, Angeline, how come you haven't, your how, how come you haven't, shared your story on social media. And I was like, um, I, because I'm afraid to go live. He goes, really? Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> not like a zoom call. He meant you take live. your phone and you go live. So I went live in March of 2018 on my Facebook page. I was a nervous wreck, even though I dressed up, put makeup on, I was still a nervous wreck. And because I was nervous wreck and shared my story, I was so real, raw and vulnerable that it went viral. And I think there were about 7 million views. Whoa, that is some serious viral. Serious viral, no kidding, because people were, Facebook just pushed it out. That's incredible, so, the reach. Yeah, so people from all over the world shared my story. And I was literally crying. I was crying. I was like, okay, so now that I've shared my story, now what do I do? You know, right. because I was doing affiliate marketing and 
I said, you know what? I said, I've always had a passion for helping women amplify their voice and find their voice, helping domestic abuse survivors. So I started my podcast right before COVID. It was in, Jan it was in uh, January of 2020. And then two months later, COVID hit. And then there was a rampant increase in domestic violence because nothing was open. And in New York, everything shut down, including the agencies. So there was no place for women to go. Yet I was able to bring on special guests. I shared my story on my podcast, um, which is Let's Break the Silence with Angeline. And I also brought in guests who had all who had gone through something similar, you know, because I, I went through a lot of trauma. There was a lot of trauma. And, you know, back. The, so once I shared my story, I felt a huge breakthrough had happened. And I started to, you know, I. It, I was able to open up a lot of doors. And because when you share your story and you're vulnerable, breakthroughs happen. And the world of abundance opens up and that's opened up and that's exactly what happened to me. So I invested, I mean, a podcast doesn't cost anything to start. You can just go, you could, so I was, so, you know, I was on YouTube studying and, um, you know, watching videos on how to, how to start a podcast. And now fast forward to today, I've had a lot of special guests, but I'm also doing a lot of solo episodes um, now sharing you know, how to heal from trauma. You know, I talk about self-love. I talk about how you can reclaim your power back because I, if I can do it, they can do it too. They just need the resources. So, and also, you know, to make an investment in themselves. And I know that that's not easy, you know, because um, there's been a lack of funding on, and there was a video that a friend of mine shared with me today. So the New York State um, Coalition Against Domestic Violence, they were at the Capitol today in Albany. I live 30 minutes north of Albany, New York. Um, so they there was a there was a you know speech legislatures advocating more funding for domestic abuse survivors resources so they can work a full time job because the majority of them do have children. So they, I didn't have children. So I had absolutely no contact with my ex right after I left and escaped domestic abuse. So the resources are, are very important, you know, for um, victims to tap into. So, um, so I'm glad that there's a movement going on up here, you know, to break the silence and I'll, you know, I'll be contacting them. But more importantly, I, you know, the vision of my, podcast is what still is to have women share their real life stories because I have coaches I yourself I have you know podcasters I have you know women who are thriving after domestic abuse they're either authors speakers they're coaches you know they're working online in the online space but they've overcome domestic abuse and they had to break that stigma they had to break that victimhood because what's the sense of staying in victimhood i mean i read sometimes of women who are going to go and curl up on the couch or curl up in bed that's not the answer nothing grows from your comfort zone 
Well, I think it's really encouraging that there are people that you have found who are ready to tell that story. And, you know, I just, I want to speak to that couch because we also need some couch time sometimes, or we just need some time to just process. Right. But don't get stuck there. Just don't get stuck there. And I think that's what we want to encourage. You know, you're, there's a lot of shame, you know, you mentioned that and guilt and a shocking realization that what we were living in was abuse. There's so many levels to this. And I, I really find that many of us who've been there, we then want to escape just like everybody else. It's like, I just went out. I just want to never think of this again, never look at it again. But we are reminded that that actually isn't legitimately breaking that victimhood that you're speaking of. That is just ignoring it. And there's a lot of powerful healing that comes from sharing your story and breaking the silence. Even if you don't do it as an author or a podcaster in the ways that you and I are doing it, but, but share your story. It's somebody who shared their story with me that, you know, as a friend, just saying, this is what I'm experiencing. This is what I've seen and what's been happening to me that helped me then identify the abuse that I was in. And so it can be in that way to share, to confide in someone, to, to heal that way because you then can move beyond it. Right. Right. You can move beyond it. The first thing that you need to do is to take ownership. And it's a mindset shift. There's a lot of mind. I had, I had to work on my mindset because breaking out of that fear, fear, is false evidence appearing real. So I broke through the fear and I turned to God for guidance. I really did. Um, Even, you know, my uh, pastor at the time helped me through a difficult time because no woman should suffer in silence. I wanted to just pop in here for just a minute and let you know that if you're relating to anything that we're talking about here, whether it's yourself personally or someone that you care about, that you are concerned about, or you'd like to be more supportive for them and and understand how to do so, there are some divorce resource groups, some support groups, some women's support groups that we have on Meetup where you can get together with others and understand that you aren't alone, whether you are a support person or somebody that has been there and is trying to heal from it. These are free, they're online, and they are very easily accessible on Meetup. The links are in the show notes. And the one in particular I'm thinking about is the one called Hope in Hell. And it is available for women to support each other. And we don't get down in the weeds about what happened and where we've been, but we really offer an encouragement from where are you now and where would you like to go and how can we support you and help you whether you need it or you would like to be a support to others all those links will be in the show notes now let's get back to our conversation with Angeline curling up on the couch and just going to bed and just shutting I mean look that's I've done that too trust me I didn't want to get it there were times where I didn't want to get up out of bed, but I said, you know what? <laughs> it's, it's time, girl. You got to saddle up. Yeah. You got to saddle <laughs> up 
and that's what I said to myself, just saddle up and uh, just make a life for yourself because life is meant to be lived. You're, you're meant to live a long life, not a short life. You're meant to live the abundant life that you truly deserve to live. So when you open yourself up and, and you're vulnerable, like I learned from my mentor and share your story, amazing things happen. Things and things started to click, like everything started to come together. And um, so it's a rediscovery. You know, there are a lot of women out there who feel still feel overwhelmed and lost. They don't know what to do. They're totally lost. And um, they're looking for a path. Now, some of them may be working right now, but they still feel stuck. So I hired a six-figure business life coach, and we worked together for 16 weeks, tireless nights. We were up late, um, and I she rebranded me, and I have a new website, and I have I launched my Let's Break the Silence signature coaching program for domestic abuse survivors. Amazing. Tell us more about that program. Sure, sure. So I help, I take women through a nine-week transformation. It's based on life experience. It's based on what I have learned and implemented, okay? So I take them through a nine-week program. There's nine modules. There's uh, videos. There are, you know, I talk about taking ownership. I talk about self-love. I talk about how I went from the depths of despair to freedom and liberation. There's workbooks. We focus on gratitude because when you wake up in the morning, I thank God every morning that I'm still alive. And I help them. I um, guide them through some meditations. I have a meditation there because meditation was hard for me in the, in the beginning. Um, you know, to quiet my mind. So I take them through a nine week transformation. And wow. from, from the depths of despair to freedom and liberation. And I help them discover, rediscover themselves and help them step into their true power and calling and their true purpose. So it is a nine week, it's intensive. Um, you know, I help them break through their self-limiting beliefs because unfortunately the abuser heaped a bunch of limiting beliefs on them. I mean, they're basically, they, when they come into my program, they've basically been beaten down to the ground, it's but they're looking true. for hope. They're looking for help. Well, and there's an element of motivation to reclaim your life. You know, you, you've given and lost so much of yourself over those, that time period, if it's years or, or even months for some people, it's, it's a way to reclaim yourself and rebuild yourself and not just give up for the rest of your life because of how deep you are in that despair. So if right. they don't know where to start, it's, it's overwhelming. All of a sudden you are safe. You've got out, you're safer. 
but you still have those effects of that, that being beaten down, you know, verbally, and it, it may include physical, uh, emotionally, financially, and how do you reclaim that so that the rest of your life has all that abundance that you're talking about. So starting with you, if, if they aren't sure if your signature course is for them, they can book a time with you to like a discovery sure. call, right? Yes. Yes. So they can go to my website, which is let's break the silence.com. And there is a book to call button on the right hand corner. So all they have to do, and I actually recommend that. I actually recommend that they book a call with me so I can do a discovery. It's a 30 minute clarity call. So, you know, I, I, you know, talk to them. I learn more about them and see if we're a good fit to work together. Mm-hmm. And for my coaching programs, I have a self-paced nine-week program, or they can do both. They can work with me one-on-one and do the self-paced. But if they just want to do the self-paced program, I have a special offer for them. So, um, so they can, you know, book a call with me and then, you know, we can work out payment plans and there's all kinds of things that we could work on. So, because I know, you know, in this economy now, there is, a lot of fear out there. I just feel that they're just the mental health state of, of people in general, you know, like women and men, but I see more so for women. They're just, I feel bad for them in one way, but you know what? I had to rescue myself. I had to save myself. I can only do so much. I can give you the tools, you know, for you to, um, you know, uh, step into your own power and true calling. But the first thing that you need to do is you need to take ownership and you just have to surrender your pride and ego and draw a line in the sand. And that's what I did. That's yeah. what I did because I am worthy. I am worthy. I feel worthy. And when you feel worthy and I talk about self-love um, a lot, when you love yourself, you can love others. Now, the one thing that I do point out in my coaching program that there are unfortunately a lot of women out there who are seeking another man, which is not going to work because guess what? You need to heal first from those traumas. And some of them may go back to childhood. So I work with you on that. I work with them, you know, one-on-one. So they could either do the self-paced by themselves or if they want to hire me and, you know, work with me one-on-one, they can do that too. So I have um, two options. Well, I'm going to unpack this a little bit because I think that is a very, very profound point that you made about jumping in and looking for someone to make you feel worthy or make you feel loved and accepted. And you're complicating things you are bringing a wounded soul into that relationship and a wounded heart and somebody who doesn't even trust themselves and is is reeling from the abuse that they have come from so i think that was a very very valid point to make that you know like kind of a it's a a warning to to just pause take a breath there's lots of time for the right relationship and you know that you will attract different people if you are coming into that 
that arena again from a healed, strong, confident space where you've exactly. worked through what you've had. And to then the other point that I wanted to make is to have a coach who's been there mm-hmm. is far more impactful and relevant to what you are healing from when, when you're dealing with someone who's been there and they just get it, they get it right away. Exactly. Exactly. They have to heal themselves first. That's what I had to do. And I'm proud to say that I'm 14 years. I'm single. I'm still single. And I'm very single. (laughs) (laughs) Single, happy, and fulfilled. Yeah. And I want to help others. I want to help other women feel the same way. Because you don't need to jump into another. And actually, that's the wrong thing to do. Because I'll tell you why. Because you haven't, like you pointed out, because you haven't healed, you're going to attract the wrong people, mm-hmm. the wrong men. Yeah. 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 And they're going to take advantage of you. Trust me. You can trust me with your life. <laughs> so we're going to take advantage of you because you're still broken inside and you need to heal first. So before you jump into another relationship that is not going to fulfill you right away, um, I would suggest um, highly recommend that you heal yourself and love yourself first. And I give you those tools. So would you say that one of the first steps a person could take if they are just sitting Maybe they're curled up on the couch listening to this, or or they're sitting in a spot that is is deep in despair. One of the first steps that you took is that something you would suggest they do is share their story, whether they do it like you did live. It might not go viral. Maybe they're like, oh crap, I wouldn't want that to go viral. But they right. are brave enough to share with somebody, somebody either they can trust or you know break that silence in some way and start like you say, own what's happening, really, really admit that they need, they need some support or they need somebody to hear them and see them and, Mm. and, and help them out. And whether it's the resources from, you know, government agencies or their communities Mm. or their friends and family, would you say that that's a good place to start? Sure, Absolutely. Absolutely. They can share their story with a a close friend to start little, I did that actually. I shared my story with with friends and mentors. And then when I hired my mentor and he said, he finally said, go online and share your story. It's like, okay, I can do that. (laughs) So I practiced first. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have a phone, you know, we have a phone. So all I did was I, I'm not going to go live, but yeah, you hold just, the phone or you have a tripod, put it on the mm-hmm. tripod, go on Facebook, click live and start talking. It do, and it doesn't have to be an hour. It could be 15 minutes or they could even live turned out to be a half hour. I just kept talking. I remember watching my live <laughs> on YouTube. Talking, talking, talk like Angie, be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm glad I did because it went viral. My story went viral on Facebook and it went viral on YouTube. So um, I have a YouTube channel, which is let's break the silence with Angeline. So when people go to my website, um, when they go like to my podcast, 
You can find me on all social media platforms. I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok now. So um, I'm on TikTok, which is not on my website. It's at break the silence underscore Angeline. That's where you can find all my content. I have a podcast agency. They launch my podcast, new podcast episodes every Wednesday morning. So they're on my Facebook fan page, which is um, let's break the silence. So everything is on my website. Um, my Instagram is, I have two actually, Angeline underscore, underscore Constantino. And I think the other one is, hold on, let me pull it so up. So don't worry, everybody. All these links will be in the show notes so that you can find Angeline. You can hear more of her story, her encouragement, other women's stories. Now I want to say you could also video, use your phone, video, even if you don't go live video yourself telling the story. And if that feels safer, then I would say that's a really good place to start or to journal it. I found that when mm. I started writing out what I'd experienced, it really started to sink in what I, what I was dealing with, what I had seen, what is, what had been happening to me. And I've even had in, in the books that I've published and I'm, I'm working on a compilation of stories of women who have been in abusive situations and it's breaking that silence. It's giving them a way to share those stories and also for the people who need to hear it. So they know they aren't alone and that we understand them. And this is why, because this is our stories. So I am, I'm compiling all those stories. I'm publishing at least one book proceeds of that will all go towards organizations that support women. There's no cost to be involved, but I have had suggestions that in that book, I include a place for a couple of things. One is that people can start recording the incidents that are happening because that has been a turning point for some of the people that have been in abuse. There's, you tend to think, okay, you, you downplay, you downplay, you move on, you're optimistic it won't happen again, or they're very apologetic, like you mentioned. And once they started recording those incidents and looked at the frequency and the severity of it, that is what their turning point was when they said, oh my God, what am I living in? And the other thing was to offer a checklist of things that they might want to consider keeping at a friend's place in a safe place so that if they do have the opportunity to escape or get away, that the frame of mind they're in, they won't also have to try and remember what's important to take with them. So a, a bit of a checklist as well for them to do that. So writing those stories, sharing those stories, uh, whether you do it on a video, go live, talk to a friend, write it out. That, that is a, such a great place to start and just really acknowledge through the shame, through the guilt, through the denial of what you're experiencing. Exactly. And I keep a journal. So I teach in my course, how to journal. That's actually so the last year that I was with my ex, I documented everything. I journaled everything. My thoughts, my feelings, what was happening. It was part of the court case, which I didn't realize at the time. So I just, you know, but um, I, you know, documented my journey um, of this rediscovery. And when I presented it to the court, they were really impressed. They're like, oh my goodness. But I teach women how to journal. I didn't know how to journal, you know, or I didn't know how to do gratitude journal. 
I teach them, like in the beginning, I will ask them, what are three things that you are grateful for? I started from three. Now I write at least 15 in the morning. Incredible. Yeah, and I have different journals, so I use this journal too. See, have fun, innovate, encourage, be honest, inspire. I bought it at Target. So <laughs> and I also have a gratitude journal that is online, so they can purchase that online on my website. Gratitude journal. I have a couple of resources that they can, you know, a couple of books that they can buy. One is the self-love and the other one is um, how to heal from a verbally abusive relationship. So, yeah, so I, they're all, they're all resources. That's incredible, Angeline. You've really, you have a very holistic outlook with this. You know, you've really covered all the bases and you're helping them from uh, all different angles. I think that's just marvelous. Would you like to share your screen for anyone who sure. watches the video on YouTube or on our website that uh, they will then be able to recognize the website and, and your signature course that you offer? Absolutely. Let me share my screen right now. And thank you for allowing me to share my screen. Yes, absolutely. Okay. We get to see okay, all your so new branding. And <laughs> yeah, this is all my new branding, everyone. So this is Okay, so let's start with the home page. Let's go here first. So th there's an introductory video about myself and the launch of my new coaching program. This is a bio of myself. And I wanna help you regain your empowerment and equip, and equip you with tools to heal and receive goodness and love in your life. So I talk about the millionaire mentorship group that I joined. I have deep three different levels of my program. The first one is the three month, which is the rediscover yourself. And then if people decide to, they want to work with me for six months, we can, um, this is the six month program, which is the next step in their self-discovery process. And then here is my 12 month program. Okay. And these are some tests. I have more testimonials. So, oh, and also people right here on the first page, they can so want to continue to receive resources that will equip and empower you on your healing journey so they can sign up for my email Fantastic. They can, um, yeah so they can um stay in touch because i do have an email list and um so people can subscribe they can stay in touch with me because i um launch i launch a project broadcast every friday morning so, um, and I also launched my new podcast episodes on Wednesday, so they're not going to be flooded with emails. So they're going, you know, there's going to be announcements of live events. And here is the about page, my story from victim to victor. So Fantastic. I share my story, right. And they can join my Facebook group, which is right here. So all they do is click on that link and that will take them to my Facebook group. And these are the books and journals that I was referencing. So the verbally abusive relationship, these are resources. So they can buy the book through Amazon. They just click on this link right here. The five love languages, which I talk about and the gratitude journal right here. That's really and helpful here, to have those resources there for them, Angeline. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So Anchor FM. Okay, so this is my 
link that takes them to my podcast, which is Let's Break the Silence with Angeline, my YouTube channel, which is Let's Break the Silence with Angeline, my Facebook fan page, and my Instagram, which is Let's underscore Break the Silence. And then the podcast, oops. So this is my podcast right here. So if you're a woman who is afraid to speak out and share your story about domestic abuse, then this podcast is for you. So in each episode, I share my personal journey about surviving domestic violence and the steps I took to transform myself from victim to victor to a full-time successful entrepreneur. And I also share real life stories. So they could click here. And I'm on, by the way, Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, and all the live streams. Perfect. And this is my Let's Break the Silence signature program. They can even find me on your podcast there from back yes, in December. Can, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's last year's, but I really enjoyed that interview with you, Dita. Likewise. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, and here's so, your signature program. Right here. It's right here. See? Are you ready to write your, there's a journal. Are you ready to write your next chapter that is full of love, confidence, and clarity? So set yourself free from the myth that you have to feel ashamed of sharing your story after surviving domestic abuse. So it's time to amplify your voice and receive the goodness that you deserve. So they can click on this link. And this is my signature program. You see this? Lovely. So, yeah, yeah. If I didn't hire a business life coach, Nina, it would have been, it would have taken me one year to do this. <laughs> That's why I outsource. Okay. So inside you'll be taken through my signature nine step process designed to help you release and heal past wounds that have left you feeling overwhelmed, inferior and lost. And you will learn how to rediscover yourself and be empowered as you step into your divine power and identity that will lead you to your true purpose and calling in life that God has calling you towards. I'm ready to grow. So I know this for myself. I was craving liberation. So this is important. Okay. But there is a problem with um, sharing your story and taking a step into a new future. Sounds amazing, but there's a problem. You still feel overwhelmed, confused, and unworthy of that new future. So maybe you feel like no one will take you seriously. Maybe you're feeling like your voice really doesn't matter, which does matter, by the way. Maybe you're feeling like you're not worthy of a better tomorrow. Maybe you're feeling guilty or ashamed for allowing yourself to be abused. Maybe you're afraid of making the same mistakes again and can't trust yourself. So if you're ready for freedom, I would strongly encourage you to claim your freedom. Okay? Because I want to help you step into the calling God has placed into your heart. And here is my bio. So I help women like you regain your peace, confidence, and voice. You weren't created to live a life of fear and anxiety. You were created for peace, joy, and love. You were created to operate from a place of liberation, independence, and freedom. So I am on a mission to empower you to step into your own power and identify your true purpose and calling in life. I love that. Yeah. So this is all 100%. So how would it feel if you re, if you were able to regain your power and move into ownership of your life, break free from those self-limiting beliefs that hold you back, rediscover yourself and feel empowered. 
step into your divine authority and identify your true purpose and calling in life. So these are my clients who, with whom I've worked with. And the answer is simple. You partner with God in your healing journey. And I go into this, see, and this is what I was talking about earlier. Unfortunately, a lot of women who have been emotionally and physically abused seek fulfillment and their worth in things that always leave them lacking and questioning their next steps. So I was touching on that earlier. So there is a better way. Here's my bio of me. And this is what you're going to learn. You're going to learn mindset. Mindset tools to help you uncover and release wounds and beliefs that are no longer serving you. You're going to learn how to reduce anxiety and stress through different techniques and coping strategies. You will be given resources to help you reconnect with your passions in life and find your inner joy again. And you will be given space to heal with a true healer and align with your true divine identity and authority through Jesus Christ. And here you go. And there's so the course. One, one customized, that's it. That's now, it. One, one question that comes to mind because my audience, obviously it's Divorce Magazine Canada. They can work with you. It doesn't matter where they are in the world, right? This is all right, online. Correct. This is global, global. Incredible. Yes. Thank you. Yes, yes. They can work with me. This has been just amazing to, to have you join me from New York and share your story and what, what you have done from coming from such a deep place of despair. And you're really inspiring. You're an example of, of what is possible for, for anyone as, um, as a last, do you have any last thoughts or any, any, anything that you would like to share with the audience? Yes, actually, I would like to share something. Um, I know that people, when I know that people are searching for hope, they're looking for hope, especially in these challenging times that we're living in. So um, my suggestion is, my recommendation is, I mean, first of all, if you would like to connect with me, that would be great. Um, but my message is, is to never lose hope. Never Beautiful. lose hope, okay? There is light at the end of the tunnel. And I could have lost hope. I could have just stayed in that victim mindset, moved back in with my parents, which I, which I didn't want to do. Um, <laughs> but, you, but, you know, but you know what I mean. Yes. Just there, you have that inner fire and passion within you. You just have to discover it. It's there. God called you to live a life filled with abundance and love, not this life that is, that is toxic love. Who wants that? Who wants that? And, and we get caught in, in that toxic love against ourselves too. That's what that guilt and that's shame true. is. So never give up hope, never give up. Um, that's been my message too. Don't give up. You aren't alone. Don't give up. And I like that, the hope part too. That's beautiful. Thank you so much, Angeline, for sharing oh, that. Welcome, it's very Thank encouraging. Never lose hope. Never lose hope. I mean, be the beacon of light in someone's darkness. And there is not a day that goes by that people tell me that. That people will tell me that. I mean, they've shared my posts too. Just 
it's you don't have to be in that victim mindset and it's up to you i can't save you you have to save yourself first mm -hmm. because i know that for myself when i reached rock bottom that was that was it <laughs> well and if we get stuck in that rock bottom because we think it's not worth fighting you're so beaten down but it's really owning it, owning that you are worth it, owning that it wasn't your fault by owning it. We mean, you know, recognize what you had experienced and that there's, there's hope, there's hope for it to get better and not to, not to give up on right. yourself. Like admit that you are worthy of, of better, of more. And you know, so what, so you're here that this, the past you can't change, but the future, yes, there's hope there. There's a lot of hope there. Fantastic. What a good note to wrap up on. Thank you. Thank you for, thank you so much for being a guest today and, and bringing your encouragement and inspiration to everyone. And I look forward to having you again sometime, Angeline. Yes. I will definitely bring you back on my podcast. It'll, I, I welcome that. <laughs> I, oh, I, yes. <laughs> yes. I so enjoyed, um, just exploring where we've been and, and how we yeah. can help others. Exactly. Fantastic. Exactly. Thank you so much. We will meet again. We will meet again soon. <laughs> thank you everyone. And thank you for having me on your podcast show. My pleasure. Hopefully you heard something today that helps you wherever you might be in life. Do you have questions or suggestions for a topic you want to know more about? Let me know. Check the show notes for all the contact information follow this podcast and find us on social. Know anyone who might find this information helpful? Be a friend and share it. And hey, thank you for hanging out with me today. Keep smiling that beautiful smile. The world needs your sunshine. It means a lot that you spend this time with us and meet our experts and professionals who can help you through divorce or separation. Please refer to our terms of service available on our website, divorcemagazinecanada.com slash terms of service. The link is in the show notes. And the legal language, our disclaimer, Divorce Magazine Canada website, events, resource groups, blog, and all content, including our podcast, is intended to educate and provide quality, credible resource information the contents should not be used as factual until consultation with the appropriate professionals for any guidance. Divorce Magazine Canada does not constitute endorsements for, nor liability, for any claims made in the presenting of this information.